Welcome to the Every Believer a Witness podcast. This is Evan Finch, and I'm glad you've joined us today. I believe you will be blessed as Dennis shares how to actually enjoy being a Christian. John's first question on the salvation test. Today, we're continuing our study of how to actually enjoy being a Christian, how to have the, the abundance of joy that Jesus said he wants us to have. And we began pointing out that you can't enjoy being something that you're not. And so if you're actually going to enjoy being a Christian, you have to know for sure you are one. And we looked at Jesus' statement about what judgment day is going to be like, that there are a whole lot of believers, not believers. Correction, there are a whole lot of Christians who think they are believers. But he's going to say on that day, and they're going to call him Lord to talk about all they did for him. But he's going to say, depart from me, I never knew you. And so if there are so many people who think they're Christians, but are going to find out on Judgment Day they're not, how can you be sure you are one? Because you can't enjoy being something you're not. So how can you be sure you are one? And we ended up last week when we saw how we can be sure. Paul told us, take a test. Take a test. Test yourselves to see whether you're really in the faith or not. And so today... We're going to begin to take our short, simple, easy test. Remember, just three questions, no essays, open book, true, false, and you grade your own paper. Uh, so it's going to be really easy. But here's the first question. Do I obey God's commands? First John, when he came to chapter 5, John said, I've written these things so you can know for sure you have eternal life. And some of the things he wrote Earlier in that same letter are the questions on the test. Question number one, do I obey God's commands? In chapter two, he said this, we know, bold, capitalized, underlined, we know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. The man who says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar and the truth is not in him. I hadn't been a follower of Jesus very long when a good friend of my wife, asked me if I would go visit her husband. He did not come to church, didn't have any interest in the things of God. And uh, I said, sure I will. So on a certain evening, she came over to the house and she and my wife, Jane, were gonna pray. And I went over to see Fields. Uh, I drove in the driveway of their house and it was summer and there were lights on in the house and the front doors open. And I went up the front door and knocked on the door Nobody came. And I knocked louder. Nobody came. And I, I was thinking, well, whew, nobody here. I tried. So I got in my car and I started to back out of the driveway. And I looked out in the back and I saw a shop. And I saw Fields out there lifting weights. And he was a muscular guy. Beard, big, strong. But I stopped the car and I went out to see him. And I had my Bible with me. And uh, we talked a little bit. And I said, uh, Fields, your wife wanted me to come over and talk to you about becoming a Christian. He said, oh, I, I am a Christian. I got saved when I was six or seven. And I opened my Bible to 1 John chapter 2, and I turned it to him. I said, well, would you do me a favor, Fields? Would you read this? Because he was a big, mean-looking guy, and I wasn't about to read this verse to him. But I, I said, would you, would you just read verses 2 and 3? And he read, we know that we've come to know him, if we obey his commands. The man who says, 
I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar and the truth's not in him. And I said, Fields, you're telling me that you came to Christ at a young age, that you're a Christian, but you have no interest in obeying the things of God whatsoever. You see, obedience is a proof of salvation. It really is. Now, when he says obey his commands, you say, well, Dennis, what commands is he talking about? Well, let's just talk about a few. Do you know the very first command Jesus gives someone who becomes a Christian? Be baptized. That's what he says. Just the first command. You trust Jesus the way you profess it is you're baptized, but I run to Christians all the time. Or people who say they are one or the other, they have never been baptized. They've been claiming to be a Christian or professing to be a Christian, or maybe are, but they've never been baptized. Uh, here's another one. Do you know the Bible says, be sexually pure? Even in this time of just public celebration of sexual freedom and immorality, hadn't changed what God said. He said, be sexually pure. Uh, here's another one. Tell the truth. Don't lie. Uh, are you truthful with your parents? Are you truthful with your spouse? Are you truthful with your boss? Um, and, and you can fill in. I just picked, picked three out. You can fill in whatever commands you want. But here, when Jesus was asked, was the greatest commandment of all, you know what he said? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and all your soul, and all your mind, and all your strength. See, loving God with all your heart, not perfection, but a pattern of loving God and obeying him is a manifestation that I'm a Christian. John said it this way in 1 John 3, 9 and 10. No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in him. He cannot go on sinning. It cannot be habitual sin because he has been born of God. And then notice what he says. This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. And by the way, you're, you're, one of these two is your parent. You're the child of God or a child of the devil. I'm a child of God or a child of the devil. Praise his name, I'm a child of God. But here's how we know who they are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God. Now there again, you can sin, I can sin, but I can't get away with it. I can't get away with it. You say, well, Dennis, don't you believe in backsliding? Well, that depends on what you mean by backsliding. Can a born again child of God commit grievous sins. Absolutely. We see it in the Bible. We see it in life. But they can't sin and get away with it. And here's why. Because Hebrews 12 says this. If you are not disciplined, and who goes undergoes discipline? Everyone undergoes discipline. Then your illegitimate sons or illegitimate children and not true sons. I heard a preacher say, you're a spiritual bastard. You, you don't have God for your father. Uh, you're not a true son of him. And so one of the most certain ways to know that I'm a child of God is when I sin, but I can't get away with it. The Holy Spirit will begin to convict me. He'll begin to, to convict me stronger, and then he'll begin to discipline me. Um, and that's how you can know. Um, you can sin, but you cannot get away with it because God said, be holy for I am holy. So let me ask you this question. We're examining ourselves. We're taking the test. 
to see whether we're really a Christian or not, because I cannot enjoy being something that I'm not. You can't enjoy being a Christian if you're not, and you can't enjoy being one if you're not sure that you're one. So let me ask you this. Will you examine your life? Will you just look at your the pattern of your life? Not do you ever sin. Of course you do. Of course I do. But when you sin, do you confess and get back right with God? When you sin, if you don't confess, are you disciplined by God? By this, we know that we know him, that we keep his commands. You don't want to miss next podcast when we look at question number two on the test of examining ourselves to be sure we're in the faith. If these podcasts are a blessing and encouragement to you, would you pray about becoming a monthly partner with Every Believer A Witness? We want to increase the number of podcasts we do, as well as reach more and more believers. You can make your tax-deductible gift on our website. Thank you.